0: Hey guys, Dr. Childs here. Today, we're gonna be talking about the best doctor that you should see if you want to treat Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So when it comes to Hashimoto's, it is a condition that a lot of doctors sort of flub, right? Um, They don't treat it correctly. They fail to actually even provide any sort of therapies treating the underlying cause of the condition. They don't even look for the underlying cause in most conditions. Um, They won't treat you till the disease is very advanced. I mean, there's a lot of problems with the conventional approach to treating Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And this of course leads lots of patients who have Hashimoto's to just feel terrible, right? They continue to have hypothyroid symptoms, they continue to gain weight, they continue to be depressed, they continue to be fatigued, and they have all these symptoms and their doctor just really isn't listening to them. So a lot of patients get confused and they look for information, they try to figure out, well, who should I be seeing? What type of doctor should I be seeing? So that's exactly what we're gonna go over today. I'm gonna talk about the various types of specialists and doctors that you can see, including what they specialize in, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But these are going to be doctors that you will have much, you'll be much more likely to have success if you see them. Now, I'll also mention a little bit about cost in here because a lot of the doctors that I will be talking about do not accept insurance, okay? And I'll I'll mention that in just a minute here, but I want you to be aware of that. So if you don't know me, I'm Dr. Childs. I'm an internist. I specialize in treating patients with thyroid conditions, helping people with hormone imbalances, and of course, helping people lose weight. But let's talk a little bit about doctors that can be used to treat Hashimoto's correctly. Like I said, these are doctors that when you go see them, you can be sure, or at least more confident, that they're going to be looking at What caused your Hashimoto's? What is the root cause? How can this be treated? They'll be more open-minded to various types of medication, including things beyond just level thyroxine. They may even help you with supplements and medications like low-dose naltrexone and so on. You really need to find doctors like this if you wanna feel a lot better, okay? So let's talk about that. So the first section is, we'll be mentioning um, the MDs and DOs. So uh, MDs and DOs are both uh, licenses that allow unrestricted practice of medicine in the United States. So if you see a functional medicine doctor who's a DO or a functional medicine doctor who's an MD, that will be good for you. Okay, so I want just to make this clear. And then we'll talk about some of the other um, different types of uh, physicians as well um, in the United States. But let's talk about the specialists among the MDs and the DOs. So the first one is functional medicine. So you wanna look for a doctor who specializes in something called functional medicine. And this is really probably one of the better ones between these three that I'll be talking about. Now, here's the trick. There is no, there is no residency for functional medicine, okay? So a, any type of doctor who has completed residency and is now practicing must go back to additional school afterwards to get the training in functional medicine, okay? So there's no, you can't just look them up by by residency. That's not the same way that you would look up an endocrinologist. So an endocrinologist could specialize and further specialize in functional medicine, but usually most doctors who do take extra training and extra um, education in functional medicine tend to be family practice doctors. I've seen some OBGYNs, um, internists, like that's what I went to residency for and so on. So you wanna look for people who specialize in functional medicine. They, are, they tend to have a more holistic approach. And I would say an approach that includes a lot of uh, various natural remedies. They're more open-minded to using medications beyond just T4. Uh, they're open, more open-minded to using medications beyond, um, or they're, they're more open-minded to using things like low-dose naltrexone and so on. Now, this is becoming more popular as a specialty, I would say, especially among physicians. But like I said, it can be hard to find somebody because it requires extra training on top of residency. And this can take several years depending on what that person's doing and how long they, they took to get that information and so on. Um, I took training in functional medicine when I was uh, first getting out and I learned outside of residency. Um, in fact, I took training in all three of these and you might find people kind of similar to me who have their foot in various different um, areas. And maybe that also makes a lot of sense if you see someone who does something like that. Um, but functional medicine is, is a really good specialist uh, to look for um, uh, if you can find one. And there are searches that you can use to, find, to help you find that. The next one is integrative medicine. So this would be somebody who specializes in, in, what, in what's referred to as integrative medicine. Just like functional medicine, this is something you do after residency. Okay? And I would say people who tend to do this actually I think are, tend to be more open-minded, but not quite as open-minded as those people who are in functional medicine. Um, I've seen a lot of doctors who specialize, I'll use that in air quotes here, in integrative medicine who are really just standard doctors who use supplements on the side. And you really don't want to be treated by someone like that, even though that is definitely better than endocrinologists and family practice doctors, which we'll talk about in a minute. You really want to have somebody who shifts the way that they view the patient, who doesn't, somebody who doesn't practice conventional allopathic medicine and somebody who looks at each individual and treats them differently based off of what they present with. And that's how functional medicine is, is designed, designed to operate. Integrative medicine should do that, but a lot of people, you know, sometimes don't and just kind of depends. Your mileage may vary when it comes to integrative medicine. But again, if there's no, no one else, if you can't find functional medicine doctor, then integrative medicine is a secondary alternative and a good one at that. And then the last one you should be aware of are doctors that specialize in what's referred to as anti-aging medicine. So again, just like these other ones, this is something you do after residency um, and it requires a significant amount of training. But the cool thing about these doctors is most of them specialize in hormone management. So they may not specialize in thyroid replacement therapy, but most people who are doing things like uh, therapy for menopause or testosterone replacement therapy, they are also aware of the beneficial impact that thyroid hormones have on longevity and anti-aging. And so they tend to be aware of this sort of stuff and they tend to be more likely to use things like T3 as opposed to just, um, or let's say NDT as well, as opposed to just T4 medications like levothyroxine or Synthroid. So again, I trained in sort of all three of these areas um, and then kind of put my own spin on it. That's sort of how I came to be. And I think a lot of other people probably do that as well. But if, if you can, each of these areas has, or each of these um, specialties, they have online databases that you can search for doctors who have taken training in these. Um, That doesn't guarantee that you're going to find somebody who's gonna be great or who's gonna do all the things I'm talking about, but you're much more likely if you find somebody in these categories to help you as opposed to different categories. So these are the categories that include the MDs and the DOs, all right? The next group of of, uh, physicians that you might wanna consider are naturopaths. Oh, and by the way, let let me mention this because I didn't previously. The reason I recommend searching for an MD or a DO first is because they can prescribe medications, okay? So some of these specialists that we'll be talking about in just a second, like naturopaths included and chiropractors, they can't necessarily prescribe. In fact, I know chiropractors can't, I don't think at all. And in some states, naturopaths can. But you really wanna look for somebody who can, because if you need something like low-dose naltrexone or T3 therapy, you need a prescription for those things. So if you just go to this person and they can prescribe it for you, you can get everything all in one area. That doesn't mean these people don't have value, but I tend, it tends to be easier if you find them first and then if you can't, kind of go down the list and see where that leads you. So back to the naturopaths for a second. Um, naturopaths can be really, really great. Uh, they are sort of trained from the get-go to look at how uh, functional medicine uh, people, how doctors who have t- taken training in functional medicine are supposed to look at patients. But they were trained that way in their medical school. So they tend to have those viewpoints already. Um, I have seen some naturopaths who treat just like other standard conventional MDs and DOs though. So your mileage may vary there. Um, and not all naturopaths can prescribe medications or can, can prescribe all medications. It just sort of depends on their license in which state you're, that you're in. But if you do live in one of, I think the 11, maybe there's 16, something like that. Last I looked, um, states where they can prescribe medication and they can practice in that way. It's definitely worth looking for one or look, or it's worth looking for one in your area if you can. So naturopaths, um, they do they do a good job. They tend to use um, NDT. Uh, they tend to be they tend to have a preference for NDT. At least that's what I've seen um, over things like T3. Um, but you know NDT is still better than than um, level thyroxine or synthroid. The next one would be chiropractors. So chiropractors, as I as I mentioned previously, they can't prescribe medications. At least not that I'm aware of. Maybe if they can, it's in a couple of states and maybe limited. But for the most part, they can't prescribe medications. And so that doesn't mean that they're completely useless, though, because they, they actually have a lot of beneficial information that they can provide you. They can help guide you with diet and supplements and so on. In fact, some of the, some of the um, uh, when I was first training, I worked with a couple of chiropractors, and they were really, really good at using supplements. In fact, I learned a lot what I, I learned what I know now a lot from them, in terms of how to use supplements and which ones are, are beneficial, because they don't have medications to lean on, so they must use supplements. So they're actually really quite good, some of them are. Um, at using things like supplements to treat things naturally. So if you really want to go the natural route, then maybe naturopath and chiropractor tend to be your best options. So the last thing is you're probably thinking, well, what about endocrinologists? Should we? Should I go see an endocrinologist or where does that fit in? So here's sort of the sad reality. Um, even though endocrinologists are trained to treat hormone imbalances, they're actually the worst people to go to to treat hormone imbalances. In fact, I would say... Yeah, even, for, even I, I'm trying to think of a condition in which they're really good at treating. Um, they're really good at managing things, uh, but not really good at reversing conditions or treating, people, treating patients with especially thyroid conditions or treating the root cause of things like Hashimoto's. So that even though they're specifically trained and went to residency to get training in treating hormone imbalances, they tend to be probably your, your last option. Now, again, if you need thyroid medication and none of these options are available to you, well, then an endocrinologist is probably your best bet. In fact, something like an endocrinologist and maybe a chiropractor, or an endocrinologist and a naturopath may make the most sense for you, right? But that's assuming you've already exhausted these options up here and you know that they're not available to you. And for what it's worth, I do know that probably one to 2% of endocrinologists are open-minded and actually willing to help. But the other 98%, they are really not willing to listen or to change how they view things. Um, and it's like, you know, just slamming your head against the wall, trying to talk to them or trying to get them to prescribe LDN or T3 or the things that I mentioned previously. So it's worth it if you can, um, because they take insurance and they're probably more readily available, uh, than some of these other specialists. But you know your mileage may vary. In fact, I would say majority of people who see endocrinologists don't see the things that they want. And this is also true, by the way, of things like primary care physicians. So that's what PCP stands for, or family practice doctors. They're all going to practice about the same as an endocrinologist. They're all sort of treat. They all sort of treat that same way. They go down the allopathic care model. They don't treat you until your TSH is high, and they treat you with T4 medication until that TSH drops down to the, you know, to around 1.5 ish or so. You know, but they don't care um, necessarily where it lands, and so they're all going to treat you that that same sort of way. Um, I have had had I have had some patients with success using OBGYNs, however. So I want you to be aware of that. Some OBGYNs are more open-minded to using um, certain types of thyroid medications, especially if they're aware to aware of treating patients who have PMS and PMDD. They realize that using NDT can treat those conditions. And also, I have seen a handful of psychiatrists who are surprisingly good at treating. Um, thyroid conditions, and that's because they a lot of patients who have thyroid conditions get told that they have depression They go see a psychiatrist and the psychiatrist orders their labs if they're a good one and they'll say hey, why don't you try this T3? They give them the T3 and their depression goes away and what do you know? They start losing weight, they start their hair starts going back and they start feeling better. So psychiatrists recognize T3 some psychiatrists, I should say, recognize T3 as a therapy for depression um, um, and also bipolar disorder and so on. So you might have success in looking at an OBGYN or a psychiatrist, but again, I would look up here first. You're gonna have the most success by looking up here. So if you have, by the way, if you have any recommendations or if you're seeing anyone on this list or, or you know someone else that, that you know is beneficial, leave their information below because a lot of patients I know from experience, I get questions every single day, all day pretty much. Um, of people asking for recommendations of where can I go? Who can I see? I wanna see somebody who treats like this or treats like you. Um, so if you found somebody who does that, share that information below because it will be invaluable to those people who will see it there. Um, that's all I have for you guys right now, but if you haven't already, make sure that you download my free thyroid PDF resources. I have tons of information, all designed to help you as a thyroid patient feel better. Um, that's really what, all this, what I do this for. I try to help you guys feel better. So if you, if you want that information, go down below and you can download it. And if you have any questions, leave them below. And otherwise, I'll see you guys in the next one.